0: Hey! How you guys doing? We made it! We did it! Always try to motivate yourself. Always try to get in there and feel good about yourself, what you've done today. Regardless of what that is. Ordering a cheese pizza on Grubhub is difficult, so if you were able to do that, I'd be proud of you too. Yeah, so, uh, you know, I'm having a uh, wonderful time on the couch right now, enjoying my summer off. Watching Love It or List It, I love it. I love it. I always go I always go list it. I always want to go list it because, to me, part of me is always like, I just want to buy a new house and just dream about moving into it. And I think that is a great, cool feeling. And, like, looking on the Internet and trying to find a house, even if you're not looking at a house, just like it's there, you want to peruse it, it gets your juices flowing, you know? And then you start to fantasize what your life could be like in that house. It's always, you know, going to be better than what you think you have now, but it really isn't. Like, you're going to think it's going to be better by moving in there, but, you know, if you don't appreciate what you have, then what's the point of looking forward? So, I, I like to go list it, because the houses are just really cool, and, uh, You know, Dave really works his ass off trying to find all those houses. I don't know how long the uh, time period goes. You know, they never tell you that time frame. They only focus on the time when it builds up the suspense for when you're going to fucking need to fix the house you fucked up. But when it comes to that show, that show doesn't require, like, time is not relevant. That could have been four fucking days. That could have been five months looking for houses i mean they had to they had to do the uh the reconstruction the, the, the rehab on the house that's the other side of it so for the lovett side you know, they need time to build all that stuff so they probably need like 30 days maybe a month yeah maybe a month and then this couple like you know they have to fucking decide well you know these houses we're seeing are, are just they're just perfect but they're always out of our price range oh but it's all right because it's worth it it's the house of our dreams and we have so much space we can do all these things And, and and you know there's a fireplace on every level in the bathroom there's a fireplace a gas fireplace in the bathroom it has a remote control and you can set it to settings you know you're living a great life you have a great house that you can move into you're looking at all these wonderful houses they're always just a little bit overpriced but they're probably worth some of that value or, or you go and you have to go ahead and and wait for the the loved people, and we know what they do, like honestly, like it's difficult to do that. I think it's easier to find homes that meet people's requirements than it is to kind of envision what these people want and build it from scratch. I don't know because I feel like the argument is creatively, I guess you can go either way. You know, you're looking at houses that are already built, and you're trying to find one that sits, you know, fits all the criteria. That's, that's that's matching, but creating something, building something, you got all these, uh, you know, electrical wires and plumbing things to deal with. If you're going to reconstruct stuff, you know, it's not just uh, a puzzle. It's it's a puzzle with all these little things that you got to do. All these little projects. It's harder to do that, and it's harder to see what someone else is seeing. It's it's hard to envision something like that. That's why HGTV always shows you the same 17 layouts of how they want their houses. What do they want? Everyone wants a, a jacuzzi tub. No, nobody really wants one of those. Nobody ever uses those, but they fucking sell it because the builders can build it and it's easy. What else? They want to have an island in the kitchen. They, they got to have it. They don't cook. They do cook, whatever. They, they got to have the island in the kitchen. You know, that's what they want you to see. That's, that's all we see. Open layout, open concept. What is an open concept? Isn't that a kind of a, 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 a an open-ended term that anybody can interpret however they want? You know, open concept. It's a very general thing. But that's what they push down your fucking throats. And I love it. I love it. I am, a, I am an open concept guy. <laughs> we have an open concept in this house. I mean, it was already put there. But when I looked at it, I was drawn to it. You know, I was drawn to it. But like they say they they always say that they want their house to have character. I always want to get the character. All these shows, but every show, every episode of every show, every host of every show is saying the same thing. They're saying, "Look, I want you to be creative. I want you to have feel like it's your own space. And that's why I'm going to put the island with the granite in there. I'll, I'll diversify. I'll put a little olive green in there." Instead of your typical sand color. That's that that's you being unique. You're unique because you now have a different color, granite. Oh, and you want a barnyard sink. Yeah, whatever the fuck, farmhouse sink. Whatever. I think they're functional. I appreciate that, but again, it's like you want us to all have our own style. So what you put a plant in, in, in the uh in the in the corner by the by the window instead of having it in the corner in the foyer. What is that? You're not doing anything. You're just fucking. You're still just telling us what we need to buy by advertising the same stuff and and positively portraying these things. They always portray everything that they want you to buy in a positive light. It's literally a positive light. You look at the show, the before and after. One's dark, one's light. This is not what you want. This is what you do want. But when you think about it, nobody uses a jacuzzi. I mean, I think one out of eight people use a jacuzzi. One out of eight. Check it out. That's that. That's 12.5% of the people on the planet Earth, or at least the people that are poisoned by these jacuzzis, 12.5% of people use it. For them, for that that, that 12.5%, we got to fucking have a jacuzzi in every house. It aches up space. Nobody fucking uses it. Now they are starting to change that. That was the outdated thing. That was maybe 10 years ago. So now it's like freestanding tubs. So like we're not getting away from the tub idea. Um, but again, let's use that factor. People who shower compared to people who take baths, we got to assume that the shower is more consistent. That's more everyday kind of stuff, but like to relax. So it's like really find your zen. I would say bathtub would probably be better because you could sit in it, but like you're not wasting a lot of water and you can put bubbles in it. But a shower kind of falls on you. You make a hot shower, it falls on you. And it presses against your tension in your head and in your skin. Ah, oh, it feels good. Maybe I should get a jacuzzi tub. There <laughs> it is. I just beat myself in a in my own race. Uh, the the fucking water coming down is a good? So like you, okay, you got, So now you got to figure okay. So I think that more people are gonna choose relaxation time in the tub. You can read in the tub or play on your iPad or whatever you got to do right and. I think that's going to be the more popular choice because I think it seems more relaxing to us. Whenever you see like in the movies, right, or or TV, whenever you see like people relaxing, then they're in a bathtub, it's always usually a woman. I don't know why. Men can take baths too, I guess. They can clean themselves the same way a woman can. I don't see why that's any different. But no, we got to see only women, only women. Uh, you see them, and and they're always relaxing. And they're always, obviously, interrupted by something. But usually, like, they're drinking a champagne and, like, you know, they're living the life, you know. They got the cucumbers on their face, you know. They're doing their thing on their eyes. But when you see a person in the shower, it's always like they're rubbing the, the sin off their body. They're always like, God damn it, you know. Like, this is a fucking nightmare. Blood's always dripping. Always blood dripping down the drain. You got to get that. We gotta show these people that this guy was a dirty guy. he did something wrong, put a nice hot shower and and then maybe they'll do the the, the buzzing of the beard like it's always like a a shower of atonement you know as opposed to a, a a relaxation so they push you they want you to get the tub. I don't know why maybe the tub industry is like falling. And, and they need to pick up the tub industry. So they got to portray no good on showers. Use showers for the boring everyday stuff. But like for date night, you do the fucking tub. So you buy the tub. Everyone gets the tub, right? So now you have a tub in there. Look, I don't know. The odds are, like we were talking about, the percentages, I think, of people using the tub. Grand scale, 43%. I, at best. And of those 43%, you're going to have a lot of people who don't use it more than six times in their life. It just, I'm sorry, that's just the way it is. Maybe life's gonna get in your face and it's gonna give you no opportunity to take a hot shower or a good bath. I get it. I understand, i am I'm sympathizing with you and soon I'll be empathizing with you with that valued time. I understand you, I understand. But does that make, it still means that you're not using the tub. It still means that you're not using the tub. A tub is not practical. Well, I say that if you're somebody who doesn't care for tubs, and they're taking up space. You value the space more than you value the relaxation. Because if you if you do use a bath, maybe once a month, I don't know if that's a lot or a little, but once a month, you use the tub as like as something to look forward to. Like, oh, you know, I'm watching the kids all week, I'm doing all the stuff, you know, and I gotta cook dinner and I gotta go out on dates and do this and do that, you know. And we're all just working so hard. So maybe that once a month, like you lock it in, like no matter what. I'm getting this month so I can just sit and chill and just have some silence and quiet and peace so I can re- reset myself. Then I, I get it. That could be heavy. That could be heavy and that could be valuable. So fine. So maybe that 43%, maybe 100% of that 43%, every single one of those people who would consider using its tub may actually use it. But at best, it's still 43%. That's less than half. Yes, I'm making up the numbers, but look at the logic. Do the math. You know, you don't need the actual statistics to figure this shit out. Okay? You can tell. You ask anybody with a jacuzzi tub, you ask them how many times they use the tub, they're going to say never. I fucking, I looked at it once. I never looked at it again. That was it. Ever since then, it's been an inconvenience, an eyesore, a waste of space. My uncle just got a new uh, uh, a new tub. He had a jacuzzi tub for a while, and you know what? He he woke up and he said, "Listen, man, I'm not gonna live in this shit hole anymore. I'm not gonna lower my standards because I don't have to. I'm gonna rise to the challenge. Come in here and redo my bathroom, and it's coming together really nice. The, the shower actually is, yeah, uh, you know, it's all glass walls, and it's kind of like a rectangular shape. Uh, it's a walk-in shower, but there's space. There's space to like kind of move a little bit." So you can step away from the water if you need to, you know. By the way, nobody does that very often. I'm assuming I I've done it before. And it feels weird to stand away from the shower when it's on and you're not getting hit by it at all. It's a weird feeling. It's like uh, the moisture builds up and you, you kind of get sweaty. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. So he's got a nice shower, and you can you can step in and out of the shower, and you have space in there, and it's really it's a good. And then instead of that jacuzzi, they to replace that jacuzzi area, that corner. It takes up a whole fucking corner. It's always a corner. It's got to be the whole corner. Why? Because it doesn't splash everywhere. It's all it's all fucking splash friendly over there. Yeah, it's splash. As long as it's towards the corner, man. We got the lips. We're okay. We're not going to get mold anywhere. It's tile, baby. <laughs> oh, boy. It just takes up a lot of space. So, but the new tub he has is actually a lot less cluttery. It's a nice-sized tub. Is he gonna get in the tub and use it? No. Not a chance. But he is probably gonna sell the owls at some point. So that way one of the hopefully he'll flip a coin. Well actually coins are fifty fifty. So you, what you really gotta do is you gotta get a spinner. Whatever you can get forty three percent out of. hundred hundred slots, forty three of them are people who will use the tub. You take your spinner, you get forty three percent your market, maybe all those slices will mark forty three percent of the spinner. Right, a spinner's like a circle. 43% of the circle will be, we'll mark it blue. All right, blue means uh, tub. Get the fucking tub, we're gonna use that shit. And then the other 57% will be green, and that will be known as the, we don't need the tub. Let's save that space. Let's turn it into a greener space. Turn the inside corner into an outside corner, put some plants there. We got a green earth, buddy. So you can use the space a separate way. So I, I don't know. I, I, I think you're really going to have to think about whether you you know what you're getting. You want different things in your house, but they're all the same, except for the stuff that you've personally put inside of them. But all houses are built the same way. Some are a little bit older than others, so they're a little bit more dated, and then you have to re-update the thing after like 20 years, and Boom. But they're basically like you what you make in the house, how you style the house, how you style they always want you to put plants everywhere. So everyone in the house, everyone in every household right now has plants up the ass. They're they're up the ass, they're out the ass. Every windowsill has a plant. Every inch of landscape has a plant. Plants, 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 plants. So it's mostly real plants. Because they're better for the earth. Look, I get it. I compost, all right, I say all these things like it's a stupid thing, but they're not stupid. they're logical thinking. I'm just saying because I fall under the same tree, I believe in this stuff, but I'm just letting us all be aware that we are in fact getting our ideas from the media. They're putting it out there, we're picking up on the messages. not everyone is, not everyone does I mean that is they all know it it's uh, that it's out there, we should, but we don't always not everyone stands uh you know follows the herd. There are, you'll find it, you'll find it, you watch this TV, you watch whatever, you'll be like, I'm not that guy, I'm not gonna fall for this trick, I'm gonna fall for 99% of the tricks, but this one, nah, you're not gonna get me, motherfucker, no way, better rage with Verizon, no fucking way you're gonna get me with that, If I, you're telling me I get 7 people on the plan now, and it costs less than if I had 4 people on the plan, no fucking way, you're not getting me, pal take a fucking hike I'll, I'll keep my fucking phone until the fucking battery blows up in my face I don't give a shit if only 1% of the screen is working I'm gonna keep the fucking thing because I'm not giving in to your stupid ass alright so houses are great love it or list it is great you never know what direction they're going in they both work equally hard But at the end of the day it's just a show all right, so so that's not what I really uh, came out here for. I was talking to my brother as well as watching HDTV. All right, but HDTV, I can I can put it on mute. It's like watching sports. You just, you know what's gonna happen? Oh, they're building a house. All right. Oh, they're gonna renovate. They're gonna knock that wall down, and then boom. You don't need this. You can just see it. The words are all blah 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 blah. There we go again. This it gets me, man. I fall into the same trap. So uh talking about my brother and uh you know he's been helping me on this uh ride an adventure called life so recently i uh took a test an assessment they don't call them exams anymore they sound terrifying uh that sounds like you'd be put in a little uh underground facility where they uh put you in a cube and they watch you anyway so what I've been learning is I took an assessment to determine if I have ADHD. Uh, why? Because I believe, no, I, I did it because A, I think I, I most importantly, I'm trying to decide which, which is more important. That's why I'm struggling to say this. Number one, I'm trying to get recertified in my mathematics teaching certificate. All right. I'm not, quote-unquote technically allegedly certified to teach, in fact, mathematics. But you can take a test. If you pass the test, you know, you're you're good. You get the certification. But you got to pass the test, and the test is timed. Yes, those guys timed it. So what the issue is I had is uh, I take this test, and I am not able to finish the test before the time is up. I get close to the end. I'm about far, uh, maybe three or four or five questions off, maybe. But those three or four or five questions that I I get asked, if I got like 50% of them correct, yeah, I could still give me enough points to pass the test because I don't know how well I did on every other question before that. But you would think that if I want, I would increase my chances of getting this exact uh, exam passed. I need to, in fact, get more questions. Because if I have more questions I get, the more likely I can get some more right. depends on my batting average, you know, and how much I get right, how much I don't get right. But I, my batting average in math is pretty good. My batting average in math, I think, is about... uh, It's different for baseball than it is in actual math on this exam that I'm talking about. But I'd say I'm 68%. And you probably need about a 70 to pass. So what I'm at is I'm at 68% but I'm missing like five questions. So if I got like two more of those questions, mathematically, I don't know how they break down all the scoring, but I got to assume that if I got like two of those five questions correct, I would then be able to pass the exam, get the amount of points that I need. Now, what you got out of this conversation is that I'm uncertified technically in potentially mathematics, and I'm teaching young children. So uh, what that really means is there are bigger problems out there in the education system but I'm grateful for it because I am trying to, in fact, get the documents in order, allegedly. All right, so I'm thinking about things, and I'm discovering that there are moments where I look around my house, and I just see a lot of mess. And that, you know, stuff around the house, clothes on the floor, clothes in the other room, uh, shoes here, you know, paper towels. There's always paper towels that I use. I believe my wife hates me for this, and that's all right. I respect it because i leave paper towels all over the house like used and what i mean by used is i mean that i i did something in the kitchen got my hands dirty washed my hands but instead of drying them with a rag or whatever towel towel cloth towel i use a paper towel i don't know it just feels cleaner to me it's not a big deal but like i like to just use paper towels sometimes but because I'm only drying my hands and they have water on them and maybe the oils of my skin but I just washed my hands so I don't know. So they don't really have a lot on them. It's not like they've got bacteria from food or whatever on there. So I leave it on the counter because I don't want I don't want to just throw it out after one half-assed use. So I leave it there. I'll tell Jamie, uh, don't touch that one. I'm going to use it later." You know, because if I go back out there like 2 hours later, I go back to the kitchen. I'm doing something, boom. I got to dry my hands. Oh, there's the paper towel. I got to tell you, half the time, I don't really use the paper towel again. And it was stupid of me to just leave it there. Because now we're just looking at a messy kitchen. But, like, I don't put things away. And I, I try to stay on top of things. and I try to minimize stuff. I try to minimize email. I try to minimize uh, regular mail. I try to limit certain things because it's less for me to deal with. And uh, this is one of these, according to my uh, brother, this is one of my symptoms of ADHD. Oh, shit. Speaking of ADHD, let me go back. So the, the, the quiz, the test, I, I, I need to pass the test. So what I need to do is I keep running out of time. So the test, excuse me, the assessment that I took to see if I have ADHD uh, is going to help me get that extra time that I need because I can file for extra time with the test people. Then I'll get extra time. I'll be able to finish those questions. Boom. That's how you finish a story, by jumping into something else completely different. And then somehow remembering, oh, I'm an idiot, I gotta go back to what I was saying. All right, so I think that uh that was one reason. And the second reason was that I just wanna confirm, you know, like maybe I do have ADHD. I mean I've always felt that I've had symptoms. Not always. I didn't always feel that way. What I mean is when I got older and I grew up and I understood this could be a thing and and, and understanding where this thing might be you seen in your lifestyle. I do notice that I have certain uh, tendencies. So I leave I leave a mess. Uh that's really my kind of my thing. I, I like to try to keep things to a minimum because that way there's less mess. At school, I don't like to decorate a lot because I, I just more to look out for more responsibility. I never really owned my own house before, but when I when my wife and I bought our first house, we got a row house in the Baltimore city. And the good thing about real homes in Baltimore City is they're low maintenance, at least for me. They're lower maintenance, you know. Uh, there's no yard that we add, so we didn't have to worry about mowing and things like that. There wasn't much of a shoveling situation going on, but we did have the shovel. You know, we had a back parking pad and different things that we'd have to shovel from time to time, communal areas. But it was pretty much pretty easy. A couple of weeds every now and again, not a lot of bugs, all that stuff. But now we moved to a bigger house and we have a little more space. We do have a yard and trying to deal with all that, you know, it's difficult. Weeds get out of hand sometimes or all the time. I let it build up for a while and then eventually I wake up and I say, I got to get this done and I do it. But I, you know, I'd like to get it be, be more consistent with that. So what my brother, my wise brother, is telling me and not, not telling me, uh, but he's recommending, he's suggesting, he's putting ideas out there for me to grab if I want them, if I don't, whatever. But his ideas were that this is linked to ADHD. I don't do a lot of research with books. I don't read up on it. I simply just live my life, and I work through it, or whatever, or use it. You know, I know what, I recognize it. I I, I can recognize it through experience. I mean, looking at a messy house, I'm not always on the case. Today, I I, I got up and I I vacuumed. No, I, I didn't mean vacuum. I mean, I ironed some stuff. I cleaned up some clutter. I got rid of some, put some clothes away. Simple things that really I say simple because they don't require a lot of energy, at least uh, physical energy, maybe mental energy is another thing, uh, but physical energy putting clothes away is not that big of a thing in my life, but like I just I feel like I'd rather spend my time doing other things so today, I realized I didn't want to look at it anymore, and I cleaned it up. And the thing is, I think my wife is a very sweet person. I give her a lot of credit for this because she puts up with it, but not because she has lower standards, but she's trying to respect my stuff. You know, we I take care of my stuff. She takes care of hers. We don't get on each other about stuff. But on occasion, more so me than her, obviously, is uh, there's clothes everywhere. There's this mess around, and it's usually my stuff. And she doesn't bicker at me about it because she knows I want to take care of it myself. So it's really up to me to stay up with it. And that's fine. Uh, I, I, but, you know, I just wish I was a little bit more consistent with that. So, uh, you know, a symptom of ADHD, you know, something where you just... Uh, I'm going to say it's something like an inconsistency uh, for me. uh, Having a hard time staying consistent has always been one thing that I deal with. Staying consistent in a conversation when I'm telling you a story. uh, Staying consistent with, you know, doing particular things, you know, keeping your word. Because uh, I deal with a lot of these incons- inconsistencies at school. I notice a lot of that. So it's uh it's a lot of stuff. But I, I know that inconsistency is a struggle for me. So uh, this is something that I can say is an inconsistent thing because I do know that I want to clean. I do know that being clean is easier and better and I should respect this space because it's my wife's space as well. So I just need to kind of work my way and do. I w- I want to, not need to, but I want to get into that more. I want to I want to work on. It. It's a challenge. And I, I want to try to get better at it. And I have been getting better at it since I was uh, much younger. I was always a messy guy, not necessarily a dirty guy, but a messy guy. Because I rationalize it. Uh, I'm gonna wear that shirt. I only wore that shirt for two hours. Why am I gonna throw it in the hamper? Like it just seems like a waste to me. I should wear it again. But then I don't get to find. I don't find another use for it for a while. I'm like, well, I'm gonna see this guy again uh, today, so. Uh, at improv or I'm going to see my mother-in-law again and she already saw me in this shirt so I'm not going to wear it again because then she's going to just assume that uh, this is all going on in my head I don't I don't know if anyone notices or not but I think they do I, I'm someone who pays attention to detail I don't judge it necessarily but I I, I process that stuff if you're wearing the same clothes a lot I, I recognize it just something that I think about just something that comes into my brain something I, I, I register so I I'm thinking that way that other people feel that way too. Maybe they see it. Maybe they see the detail like I do. Probably not because not everyone has that same uh, focus choice. But I I focus on the details. So I'm I'm aware. I think about these things, and I just I'm working on it. You know, I'm working on some of this stuff. But the details are important, and I rationalize. Well, I didn't wear those clothes enough, so I'm still going to leave them there. I don't want to put them away, because why am I going to put them away if I'm going to wear them again? I feel like if I already took them out, that means that they have been uh, worn once, so they're not completely clean, so they're going to go back into the drawers, but they're not completely, like, in my case, worn out. You know, just like, it, either it smells, or it's like a little uh, looser, fits it's a little looser, um, I know it's like, all right, let me go ahead and get it washed so we can get it tightened and cleaned again so i I rationalize but it just sits on the floor I don't have like a separate like a more convenient place to put it like a dresser or something so being organized doesn't necessarily require a whole lot more I just I can't get organized for my organization and it's just uh it's a cycle that spirals every time and then and then eventually I get the courage <laughs> I say courage in my head it's like I, I muster the the effort to go ahead and take care of all that, and I get it all done, and I clean up the place, and all my stuff is gone, and it's good, it's put away, and I feel good about myself. It's a good feeling. You know, I want to have that more consistently, but I guess because of the ADHD, it gets a little bit more challenging because I rationalize my lack of doing certain things, which it is sometimes could be seen as a negative or a positive. I don't know. I don't know. It's just a way of. I don't think of it as a negative or a positive. I just think of it as a way of uh, how I do things. But I do think that laziness is an actual thing. I, I, you know, it's just a natural state. So, you know, what we'll do is we'll 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 keep up with this talk. I think it's very helpful. The ADHD talk, the HGTV talk. There's a lot going on, and uh, we're gonna keep bringing it to you. So, uh, I love you guys. I want you to be healthy. I want you to be safe. Be respectful. Be kind. And be true to yourselves. Bye-bye. I love you.